But I just leave them on the ground right next to my self-hatred Yeah, yeah, mental health, where's my mental health? Diagnosed with OCD, what does that mean? We'll gather around That means I obsessively obsess on things I think about That means I might take a normal thought and think it's so profound Ruminating, filled balloons are full of doubts Do the same things, if I don't I'm overwhelmed Thoughts are pacing, they go round and round and round It's so draining, let's move on to something else Fine Welcome to Rufus of Villains, Loud Thoughts, Episode 2. Jolanda, what's up? Uh, not a lot. What's up with you? Hey, I'm glad that you decided to come back for the second part of it after all the technical difficulties. My phone shut down in the in the middle of the recording. So, But we, we got a good half hour. Yeah, that that's, was good. I, I definitely wanted to come back and finish because... You know, I'm here to try and open up and help people. So right. Well, and like I was telling you before, I got a lot of great response, like through the email, people like telling me like, "Thank you for doing this," and like, because there's like, you know, there's thousands of podcasts out there, but it's kind of rare to cover this subject. Yeah, yeah, and and I think it's a lot because so many people are afraid to open up because they're afraid of being judged, and I think right. there's there's a huge stigma out there still for mental illness and I, I think that's sad because it's you know it, it's it's a disease the same as if you have a heart condition or or you know you you have something with your blood or whatever and people are encouraging you to get help for that and, and being there for you for that but when you hear they hear you have mental illness they're like oh no 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 that person's crazy i don't want to be with that <laughs> right like what 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 the exact point that we got cut off last time mm-hmm. was i was saying that i hate the word crazy i hate yeah. that i hate that word because we're still people, you know, yeah. you know, like think think about the stigma behind the word crazy. You know, like, yeah, and I feel bad because sometimes I use it, and then like it's just like it's something I try to not say because if I don't like the negative stigma to it, and I don't like the way it makes me feel when people call me crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, but every I once get that in a while, I'll be like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I was just gonna say every once in a while, I'm like, "Oh, that's crazy," and then I'm like, "Wait a minute." I well, it's different. That that's different. That's different. You know, like. Because uh, I was actually looking at, uh, before we did this episode tonight, I was looking at mm-hmm. uh, the dictionary. The word crazy actually refers to looking at the same situation and expecting a different outcome. Yes. Yeah, like, so that, that that doesn't, like, I, I hate, like, uh, like, say I have an OCD episode with some, you know, with whatever situation. Like, you're acting crazy. No, you don't understand that word. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you don't understand exactly. that word. It, like, it just it, it doesn't make me feel. You know, it, it's one of those things to where it's like, when you, if you say that to somebody that's dealing with the situation, that's insensitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it very um, much is. Good. It makes me feel just. It makes me shrink down inside to where right. like that conversation that we were having is just over. That that contact that we were having is just over. I don't want to be around the person. I just kind of want to go and be by myself for a while after that. Right. Well, it ma- it makes you self conscious. Yeah. And, you know, it you, really does. You get into your own mind, like, oh, am I? Am I? Hate to use the word. Am I crazy? Yeah. You know, and that's that's not fun. You know. The, when I, when I think of crazy, I think of, like, uh, the Joker or... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? You know? Um, and, and then he, and he's written to be that way, so... <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it's like, wait a minute. Like, it, like on, on our last episode, like, quite just before we got uh, cut off, I was like, I've never killed anybody. <laughs> you know, like, it's... That, I yeah, feel... that's... 
that's the thing to me is there's there's a seriousness that comes with the word that people are just throwing it around willy-nilly and it's like yeah someone like like for example you know like you said the joker he is doing some horrible things that are out there that it's like mm, he kind of is in a different category than you know us normal people but he is a super villain so <laughs> <that>. <laughs> well like uh, like i've been doing a lot of studying and it come when it, okay i'm going to use the joker as a case study Okay. He is what's called a sociopathic homicidal maniac. Mm -hmm. It's like, as I've actually studied, 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 <laughs> I've actually studied a lot of this stuff. Like, so, okay, so when you get into sociopathy, that means that you don't care anything about anybody else but yourself. Yeah. Like, that's what sociopathy is like. And there's a lot of, like, uh, bankers and, you know, like, uh, very successful businessmen that are sociopaths. So there's nothing wrong with being a sociopath. Yeah, but when you when you throw in like homicidal and then mania, it's a very different thing. <laughs> it is, but it's, it's at the same time it is also another just part of mental illness, mm -hmm. and yeah. you know, and it's it with with therapy and with things like I I don't I'm not one to say that that maybe not everybody can be rehabilitated after they do something. Oh, definitely that's, not you know, inexcusable. Definitely not. But um, I don't think that it takes the right to look at them as an inhuman person because they are human that's something they couldn't help they're born with it and they acted upon it because a lot of times they don't have someone there to say hey you know maybe you should get some help maybe we can do something for you to nip it in the bud at a younger age and hopefully maybe you know do something about it but there's so much time like, like me like i said before I, I didn't get help until i was 30 and i had a family who just they they blind themselves to oh. mental illness Right. Um, and and it's and they are they're the ones who are, are really really uh, likely to use the word crazy. Well, like uh, I, fact, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say they call me uh, crazy with the papers to prove it is what they like to say. Oh man, that's that's not nice. That's not no, nice. No, it's not. <laughs> so what what I was gonna get at is like uh, speaking of like the sociopath, like look at like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. He didn't understand that he was doing anything wrong. He he didn't understand that what he was doing was like he knew to the point where if he got caught he'd get in trouble. Yeah. But in his mind he didn't know that he was doing anything wrong. So there's a there's a what I want to say is a big outreach to like people to like the if if you're doing these weird things, it's it's okay, but not okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh -huh. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and I'm sure you you've been in situations the same as, as I have, where I've done things that are mm -hmm. not okay, and I've I've luckily had people who have stopped me from progressing into something that is, you know, um, it, it, irreversible. Oh like, right, like yeah, that's a, that's a that's a like that. that's a brilliant way to put it. Irreversible, yeah, mm -hmm. that's a, that's a brilliant way to put it. Yeah, just because you know, I mean, like you can. You can take your aggression on that. Like, I actually love the fact that they now have those. Um, what are they called? The oh, I know exactly room. which. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Rage room. There we go. Yeah. Um, and and it's to me because I'm I'm one. I sometimes I get this just anger and animosity and like all this stuff built up inside of me, and if I can go and just let it all out in some sort of healthy outlet, um, then I would be fine. And so I think having that. If people, or maybe I don't think a lot of people really know about them or what they tell or anything. There's several but it ones. It might be a healthy outlet. Yeah, there is. There's one. It's on uh, 
Is it a Broadway? Jacob? Yeah, it's on Broadway. Like right down. It was near Park Mall. It's near Park Mall. Exactly. Well, like uh, I have a, a couple of my buddies that have known me for a long time that they call it gorilla mode. Like uh, <laughs> that's literally what they call it. Like say like my one of my big like OCD things, like say I lose my keys or I lose mm-hmm. my phone or I can't find my glass. Well, if I can't find my glasses, I'm legally blind. But yeah. like but like, uh, if I lose something and say like, it doesn't make sense to me how it's gone, I will literally destroy my house. I, like I will literally just like the the reason that they call it gorilla. My buddy Kurt calls it gorilla mode because I I have a fold out couch in my living room, and I mm-hmm. I picked it up with one hand and flipped it upside down. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, then my sister calls me She Hulk. Uh, <laughs> oh, there uh, you go. Like, she'll be like, "You're hulking out, Zana. You're hulking out." And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, I better calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, and it takes a second to realize what's going on. Like, oh yeah. You're like, okay, okay, take a breath, take a breath. You know, like uh, you didn't go anywhere. It's gonna be in this area somewhere. Yeah, and sometimes in those situations, I actually I, I will continue to go and go and go and go and me too. And just get worse and worse and worse until I have someone who can, you know, well, kind pa- of well, back then, me out of it. Well, then panic attacks follow with that, right? Yes. Yes. Those like I, I've had to call this. This actually hurt me really, really bad. Um, my uh, managers. I had to call in because I had a panic attack, and I uh, heard it was like a couple months later. I had my review, and they're talking about people calling, and they're like, "Oh, and the one thing I hate people calling in for is panic attacks." Oh, that's bullshit. Real. That's bullshit. Yeah, I bullshit. was sitting. I wanted to cry. I was. I left the office. I was just like, "Okay, guys, have a have a good day." It's like, how about how about you have how about you have a legit panic attack and then you tell me that they're not real? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Like that's. I'd like the panic. I'm sorry. I'm like so about the panic attacks, but that's one of my big things. Mm-hmm. You, you, I have them too. Yeah, you could. It could be something small, and it, it oh, just yeah. and it just it turns into this huge wave of emotion and not understanding what to do, and <laughs> and you're debilitated. Yeah, no, you really seriously are, because I'll get to the point where I can't breathe because I've been just gasping for air. <laughs> yeah. I'm curled up on the couch because I'm like, I can't I can't do anything. I physically cannot do anything. I'm just frozen in this weird state because it's not even really fear. It's yeah. just this, I, I don't even know how to explain it unless you <laughs> had one. It, it really is, like, inexplainable. Well, you get, like, short of breath. You're, like, your, your chest is tight. Yeah, you, your mind. You feel like you're having a heart attack. Yeah, like your mind starts to race. For me, my breath gets really short, mm-hmm. and and like I, a trigger for me is like when my breath starts to get short. I'm like, oh, I'm having a panic attack. Oh, that makes it worse. Oh, let's let's let it's just it just builds on itself. Yeah, I'll start to shake. Oh, my hands are shaking, and then I'm like, oh no, and then I feel like like the tightness in my chest. And then by that time, I'm like, it's too late. And I'll start crying uncontrollably. And it's just the worst because you feel like you're completely, totally out of control. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do to grab Yeah, there's no, there's no breathing exercise you can do. There's no meditation. There's no mantra. It's like you're shaking. Like like it, we talked about this before about shaking. Mm-hmm. Like like I, I shake like crazy. Like uh, I'm like a Tourette's patient. Like I'm shaky. 
Like when I have any nervousness whatsoever at any level, my hands start to shake. And then, yeah. and, and then my, and, and my, uh, in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, they're seeing me shake. So I'm going to shake harder. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, uh, my, my job in particular at a restaurant, I'll hand you some money. And like, I notice I'm starting to shake just a little bit. And then my mm-hmm. hands will start to fucking tremor. <laughs> it's yeah, and that's that's the worst is because they look at you and then you, and then it gets worse being like you're too young for parkinson's and i'm like <laughs> right. have that you know it's like dude you're 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 the one who's doing this to me like back off right. <laughs> change and just go <laughs> right right <laughs> like that that brings me to my next subject is like pushing people away like people like people in your life that like kind of judge you and you don't know uh, to, you don't know how to explain it it's, I've had to cut out most of my family, and I know sucks. people are gonna be like, "What your family?" But they are so toxic, and the way that they treat me, and so it's just it's not healthy and conducive to my well-being to be around them. Right. And my friends, to me, I'm so close to them that they they're my family. I don't I don't need to have that blood connection because if that blood connection is gonna be toxic, mm-hmm. then there's no point. Right, like I've uh, I've pushed a lot of people away because like um, what I'm actually like kind of like trying to get into is like um, changing for people stuff like that. Like, there's really nothing you can do. There's uh, when when your um, when your mentality, your uh, chemical balance is this, that, or the other thing. Say you bring something new into your life, you can't change who you are. Mm-hmm. This is just how you react to things. Exactly. And exactly. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying exactly. Well, and, and there's there's no way to uh, justify or like one of my big things is um, I was uh, opening Christmas presents la- on uh, December of last year, and uh, I was like had this nervousness of hoping that they would like what I got them, and my hands mm-hmm. my hands were shaking like handing them to them. And then they were like, um, what's wrong? Like, what's wrong? Like, I'm just fucking nervous. <laughs> you know, like, this is, why is that a bad thing? I'm just fucking nervous. But, like, um, it's just one of those things, like, the, there's that, like, we started the show off on episode one of, like, the stigma. Mm-hmm. Like, like, people look at you, like, why are you, why are you shaking? Like, why are you... Why do you? Why is your voice trembling? Like they, they look at it more as if if it's something, like I, I don't know. It, it's like they fear mental illness, like right. almost like they're gonna catch it or something. I'm right. like, dude, back off. <laughs> you know, it's just like all I all I ask for here on Nerdy Bones, all I ask for is just uh, or or actually Rufus Villain's loud thoughts. All I ask for is a little bit of understanding. Yeah, but, you know, it's like a. My big thing, like with uh, I was telling you before at work, like uh, when I hand people money, my hand trembles, and it's it, and the thing is, is because I know that they're looking at my hands. Does that make any sense? Oh no, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Like, um, I have because I'm a front desk agent. I'm a night editor at a hotel, and so I'm right there in their face all the time. Yeah. And when they start asking me questions and oh. like repeatedly asking me questions, I start getting more and more nervous and your breath gets your breath gets heavy and 
Oh yeah. Yes. And they start looking at me like, "What's wrong?" Because then, then I can't look them in the eye. Like I, oh. I people, you know, want because I'll start looking them in the eye, and then like I'm thinking, and so I'm looking away. Because I'm like, "Am I looking them in the eye too much? Am I not looking the eye enough? <laughs> right. Am I, you know, is what are they noticing that my voice is getting high pitched and I sound like or I, or I'm talking really fast? Yeah, I do that one. Mm, like, that's I'll, my I'll thing. Talking. Yeah. <laughs> I had a customer today to where they were um, asking for a lot of, like, really special stuff. Like, not special stuff, but, like, alterations to their order. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't know how to enter it into the computer. So what I was trying to do was, like, make a mental note of it so I didn't uh-huh. so I didn't have to enter it into the computer. And then so as I started talking, I started talking really fast. Like, oh, yeah. we, oh we want half this, half that. You know, like just making all these special requests, and I didn't know how to enter the into the computer. So what was going through my mind was, okay, just ring it through, make sure this customer gets their order, make sure you remember what they're, make sure you remember what they are asking of you, and don't fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It, I, I get that same feeling at work too because if people make special requests like you know if they're allergic to something we can't have it in the room mm-hmm. we have to switch it out with something else um or if they want extra things in the room or they want things taken out like there's a lot of some of them will have like a whole list of things where you're like damn man yeah and when they come up to the counter they're like did you do this did you do this did you do this and, and most of the stuff i have no idea housekeeping does <laughs> so i start getting freaked out because i'm like what if they didn't i didn't go in the room i didn't check they're going to go in there and they're going to be so mad and they're going to come yell at me and my mind just goes and goes and goes so and sometimes it's like until like a half hour to an hour after they've left the desk before I finally calm down. Oh, tr- oh man! Like so, um, I gotta ask you. I'm sure we talked about it before, but do you like do you full on get the shakes? Yes, I do. Oh, that's uh, we the went worst. To a, uh, me and Jacob went to a wedding not too long ago, and the sister of the groom was talking about how she was shaking because she's you know it's her brother. She's nervous. She's like excited and all that stuff. And I was like, I'm shaking too. And I didn't think about it, but I was like, I stopped and didn't finish what I was gonna say. Because I was going to say, I'm shaking because I'm so nervous because there's so many people here. I don't know anybody. And Jake was in the wedding party, so he couldn't he couldn't be with me. Mm-hmm. So I was just, like, freaking out. You know, I was trying to be polite and talk to people and do whatever. But in my mind, I'm falling apart. Isn't, isn't that the worst? Like, yes. Like, when, like when your hand, you can't hold your hands straight. Like, uh, one of my big things is actually uh, when I get the shakes, my head shakes. Like, it, my, oh. My like my head and shoulders like start to vibrate, and it's yeah. and that's the one shake that you can't hide. Like yeah, mine is it, it shake my chest or like I don't know what it is, but my voice starts to rattle. Because oh I don't know, my, my, man, my uh, breath or whatever. Thank you but that's for what happens to me. Thank you for talking to me about this. Thank you that I'm not the only one. No. Like, it, like it's it, like a I'll get like a, one of my big problems. Like say I'll have like. I'm at a new store, like I told you about. I'll I'll have like three or four customers like backed up, and they'll be looking at me in the face, and they're asking me for stuff that I'm not 100 percent sure where it is to push the button, and I start yeah. to, I start to panic, and my head starts to vibrate and shake. I'm like oh fuck, oh fuck, oh mm-hmm. fuck, oh fuck. It, yeah. it's not good, man. It's not. No, good. it's a horrible feeling because. And then it's like they see they're getting to you. Yeah. And that's their whole point of staring at you is because, like, I'm going to make this person uncomfortable until they come help me. And right. I'm like, you don't realize what you're doing by doing that. Yeah, yeah. 
like and I like that you say that like um if you go out to a restaurant especially right now uh-huh. If you go out to a restaurant and you see that the person that's helping you is nervous, just take a breath. Just let let them let them kind of deal. Yeah, you know, because you know, it's like right now we're dealing with the uh, COVID nineteen, which is I hate to even like bring it up on one, any of my podcasts. Yeah, but, but it's a thing. You know, it's like uh, we're required uh, at Magpie's Gourmet Pizza. We're required to wear masks now. And, they're getting us masks at the hotel too. I heard because yeah. uh, I'm I'm out right now uh, quarantining myself. Yeah, me so, too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Like I, uh, well, then that's what I actually wanted to ask you about that. How is this affecting you? Because of to me, I'm freaking out. Like every day, uh, I'm having like this one at least one moment where I'm like, oh my god, what if what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? What if the world explodes? Right. Like, you know. Well, like, here's here's my big thing is like I uh, as of about four weeks ago, I quit smoking a hundred percent and went to vaping, and uh, like I'm spitting stuff up. And, you know, and that's like one of the big things of the COVID nineteen is uh, a um, pneumonia that you just can't get rid of. Yeah. You know, so I've like, you know, of course that ignites this anxiety of like, fuck my. Here's the thing. Here's the honest to god truth. Like with my short term of quitting cigarettes, if I got COVID nineteen, I I'm gonna die. That's just all the that's that's no that's no nervousness that's no anxiety that's oh, no i'm in the same boat as you i smoked for 16 years yeah and i've recently quit and and then also i have i have an autoimmune disorder too well, so well there you go i got the double whammy and did you see that um uh ventilator for one day is a hundred thousand dollars $100,000 for one day. And, mo- and that's what they're charging these people because yeah. they're sick? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, and we're, we're like, we're, we're legit entering the, the new uh, depression. If you look at it right now, it's the depression. 50, oh, I believe it. More, more than 50% of the, more than 50% of the uh, American populace is out of work. Well, I believe it because, and pretty much in all of our friends, Jacob yeah. and I are kind of the only ones still working. Well, I'm working. And I'm, I'm, I'm out because of the the quarantine. But other than that, we're still on job duty. Well, I'm I'm working because I'm in food service. My mm-hmm. buddy uh, Jacob knows Chad. Like we we own a property together. He's out of work. Remember and, him from high school? Yeah, you know Chad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's um, more than fifty percent of the American populace is out of work. That's it's just so crazy. Yeah, that's the new depression. Like, like I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. I was looking at a study. I'll tell you right now. If like tomorrow, if everything goes back to normal, everything goes back to normal, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. More than fifty percent of businesses are gonna fail. No, I agree with that. I'm worried about mine because I work with, at with Marriott. Yeah. And they just they had the biggest uh, security breach two years ago, like in all time. <laughs> and uh, then they just had a thing that happened recently, and I'm, you know, hopefully I don't get in trouble for talking about. No, it, like smashing it. the job. <laughs> no, because I, I mean I love my job, but it's just it's that worry that you know the whole hotel industry is doing so bad right oh. now. We don't know it's up, it's up in the air. Like I did a, oh, sorry, 
Look, I, I did a an eight-hour shift today for customers. I had yeah. four customers in eight hours. We only have um, a handful of people at the hotel. Like, the majority of the hotels is um, uh, empty. And I heard that one hotel in Vegas has one occupant. The whole entire hotel is open because they have one occupant. Well, the, the nice thing is uh, I have to I have to shine a bright light on the darkness. I, mm -hmm. I, I had a, a customer come in today. She bought a – her order was $20. And we just kind of chatted. And like, I was just like, yeah, you know, this is what's going on. She gave me a $50 tip. Oh, wow. Yeah. So shout out to people that do that. Yeah. 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 And, and shout Jacob's out to seeing people. that sometimes too with delivering people pizza. It's kind of this, this give take thing where you get the people who aren't doing anything and they're just like, nah, I'm not giving you money. Well, the, this 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 lady in particular, like we talked while her her food was cooking. Mm -hmm. You know, we just kind of like talked about what was going. On. She's a nurse. Oh wow. Yeah. So she gave me a fifty dollar tip on a twenty dollar wow. order. You know, That's so crazy. Shout out! Shout out to the to the medical industry like yes. uh, like hell yeah you know like, it, it just kind of just blew my mind because i was like i was so disillusioned the last couple days disillusioned the last couple days just trying to get stuff done and going to work you know with my anxiety of like talking to people yeah and uh she went out to her car and like she asked for cheese and peppers you know for her pizza and she's like i'll be right back so I grabbed some cheese and peppers and I had them in my hand and she goes, Here, I'll trade you and handed me fifty dollars for the with the cheese and peppers. And I'm like I literally almost cried. I'm like, Wow. Yeah. I was like like that that makes it worth it. You know, I mean like these these people understand. Yes. And that that's that's where I like, I can get angry and be like, why do I have to work when everybody else gets to quarantine themselves, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, I got to look at it this way. If if people like me and you, uh, you know, weren't working, what would people do? Right. I mean, it, it, the whole world would just be shut down and it would be mass hysteria all over the place. I mean, I'm already freaking out with just, you know, what's closed now. I mean, we still have eateries open and grocery stores and stuff, but I'm still like, oh, my God, I can't get anything. Well, you look at well, you look at China. Like, they have a, a military force to where you can't even leave your front door unless they take your temperature. Wow. Yeah. Like, there's literally, you know, like, because um, uh, martial law has already been approved in the, the United States. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it's it's already. No, it, I didn't see that. It, I, I heard they were talking about it, but I didn't hear that it was approved. It, it's approved. Like, if uh, Donald Trump decides to be like, okay. This is, you know, this is, you know, like, this is what it is. You know, like, you're allowed to leave your house, but there's going to be, there's going to be uh, troops out there with guns. And if you don't do what they say, you're either going to get shot or arrested. And they, yeah. and they have the, I forget what it's called, but they can hold you indefinitely. Like, they don't, they don't have to have a reason to, they don't have to have a reason to, uh, to uh, arrest you. They can just arrest you. And it stays that way unless they decide otherwise. Oh, heck, no, I'll just stay in my house. I mean, I will seriously just stay in my house. I'll order Amazon, I'll open the door, <laughs> snag my package, and shut the door again. <laughs> so let, let's keep rolling on this topic. Like, let's let's okay. let's get away from the all COVID, the negative. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one of my big one of my big things is uh, being self conscious. 
you know, yeah. like I was talking about with like the shaking, the uh, like when I, uh, one thing that I do is I'll talk real fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you, how do you deal with that? Like, um, like when it's, I. It's hard because I I deal with self conscious, uh, you know, like like uh, image issues and everything, like all kinds of different ways, like. I, I know, like, a lot of girls, some of them, well, not a lot, I, I don't know exactly, like, statistically, maybe, but there's girls out there who will wear makeup, and they wear it all the time because they're so self-conscious. Oh, that's I'm, a good point. Yeah, but I'm actually the exact opposite. I love to wear makeup and dress up and do things like that, but I'm so self-conscious when I do that I'll just end up probably going right back in my house, putting on jeans and a t-shirt, and just just going regular. Because <laughs> I'm so self-conscious that people are looking at me being like, who does she think she is? Right. You know. Well, what I get at, what I'm getting at with like self-consciousness is like when uh, people see your visible symptoms. Oh, yeah, that's and that. That's you know, and it's and it's not like I said on our first episode. It's not your fault, but your responsibility. But also, you're not like it's like say you shake, say you stutter, say you forget what you just said. It's not your mm-hmm. fault, but like there's people that call you out on that. Like, well, you just said that, or you're stuttering, or you're shaking. Like, yeah. like h- how do you feel about that? It's really hard because I'm one who forgets stuff. Like, if no, I get nervous, too. I'll forget everything. It's just my mind literally goes blank, and I cannot think one thought. There's not even a cricket in my mind making any noise. I'm just seriously <laughs> just like, uh, and it's so overwhelmingly and i can feel the anxiety just building from my feet all the way to my head because i feel like everybody's looking at me and they're like you're on the spot like what are you gonna say better be something important and yeah you better hit it too late now (laughs) yeah yeah i get it i get it yeah so my response to it is is mostly anxiety well like for me like my job is like i now i'm like in front of people and i've got to like i can't um i can't shake I can't Mm -hmm. stutter. I can't, and like, I have to learn the POS, you know, POS, right? Yeah, point of sale system. Yeah, and I have to know the POS, and like, today in particular, I had this lady, she was super upset about her last order because she got a half and half pie, and she wasn't happy about the way it was cut because there was a little bit more on this and a little bit more on that, like, Okay, so this pie comes in six slices. I can only make it so half and half. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. So but she you know, she made me nervous. And like I'm like I'm okay, I'm trying to I wanna try to do this order for you. <laughs> but uh she was um she was um she was kinda mean. Yeah, like she's like my last order. There was a little bit of pepperoni on this side, and there was a little bit of cheese on this side, and it wasn't cut perfectly. Like, okay, if you want a half and half pie, you kind of need to fuck off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it, it, it's true. I mean, like, it, and the thing is, is life isn't perfect. Your pie's not gonna be perfect either. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's seriously like. When you when you order a pizza, it's a, it's a circle, and I'm only going to be able to cut it so perfectly. Yep. 
unless it's it is like an evenly proportioned like size then it's like something that's like made industrially to just kind of like lay down on it but if you're doing it hand cut which you know, we do it's not gonna be perfect yeah it's not gonna be perfect and that's part of what makes um that pizza good and different is because it is done by hand yeah you know so what I want to move on to next now is like, what do you do when it feels too heavy, when everything is just too much? Oh man! Um, <laughs> oh, the, oh man! <laughs> like I told you, well, like like we didn't finish our uh, episode on the first. Like I had all I had all this uh, re- had all these notes like on the first, but I I want to um, go through everything that I didn't do. And I love you as a guest, and this is great. So I just want to hit Thank everything. You. I just want to hit everything that I forgot. <laughs> yeah, no problem. That's what I'm here for. So, um, but yeah, when everything gets too heavy, it's kind of. Um, are you saying like, like basically I've, I've got to the point where I've shut down already? Oh yeah, deal. definitely, definitely. Like okay. when you don't know what to do, when like there's no there's nobody that understands enough and it's just too heavy there's just nothing you can do you just have to do it yourself there's there's like two different sides to that depending on how far down the rabbit hole I've gone um and I feel like that I feel like it's it's it, you're just falling and you're falling and it's getting you're you're you know you're just getting more and more and more detached from everything it's like it it feels that's how it feels to me. It's like I'm just spinning out of control. Oh, man, And yeah. then it ends up leading into usually a deep depression. And then with the deep depression comes the bad stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's overusing stuff. And because your, your, your inhibitions are, are down, you don't care anymore. You don't, you know, nothing matters because that's what you feel. Because you, you've just, you've, you've tried everything. And in, in, when I'm in that, that part or that place, that's how I feel. I'm like, I've tried everything. Nothing works. What is the point? Why am I here? Screw this. I'm just going to end it all. What's the point? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tr- like, trust me. Like, I get it. Like, I, I've never gone down the suicidal end of it, but like, like what's, oop, I hit my mic. But like, <laughs> but like, what's the point? Like, after a while, like, you try so hard, you do things to try to be normal. And like, and uh, I've actually, I told you before, I've been diagnosed with a sociopathy. It's um, you have to kind of make a decision of like, okay, so at this response to this, this is normal. At this response to that, this is normal. So when you run out of it, what do you do? Like when when you hit when you hit the end of your resources. Yeah. <laughs> right you yeah. get you get what i mean oh yeah and then there's been times where because they'll tell you like you know if if you're going to a doctor or, or, or you know whatever your doctor will always tell you hey if i'm not available call this crisis line oh I have been fuck in a crisis. crisis lines yeah uh. i've tried that and i've called them and i've been on hold and i've gone around on that thing to where nobody's picking up because they're helping other people i guess or they're just not picking up i don't know and then they're like oh my god you're still on the line and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm so bad. Yeah, yeah I'm here. I'm fucking here. Yeah. And I ended up hanging up. So I was like, well, this is this is bullshit. And I ended up being even worse off after being told to call that crisis line than I was if I'd never called it in the first place. <laughs> so, 
So it, it's just, it's just everything starts to spin out of control, and I end up I do go well, into the suicidal part of it. Well, I I'm right there with you, and I really appreciate that you've um been willing to talk to me about it, mm-hmm. and not like shut down. Like I'm glad that we get to talk, like because uh, yeah, I mean it's to a point in my life where if I, I can't speak about it and you know try and help other people to hopefully be able to get their voice and be not necessarily speak about it but to be able to be more comfortable in their own skin and maybe maybe even to reach out maybe get help if they need it well like uh you know you might laugh at this but you might be a great uh co-host for this show that would be pretty awesome (laughs) hey you you might you might be you might be good for that (laughs) that'd be pretty awesome i would be willing if that would be something that would be there (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah well like, like i said i've got multiple emails more stuff than i know how to address so yeah you, you, whoa you hear that plane going over uh no oh wow. i was filling up my my vape with juice so no. <laughs> but yeah if if you want to do that you can uh you can uh co-host you can co-host when i do this yeah, I think that'd be great. I'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah. So we just uh, we would just get a uh, call-ins and we could talk. Because it's done it's done me a lot of good. I'll tell you right now. I, I actually felt really good afterwards. Like I, I didn't know how I was gonna feel the first time because like you you, know, you said you're just like do it as long as you're comfortable or whatever. We can you know play it or not play it or whatever. But then afterwards, right. I felt. I felt a ton better. Like I was like, "Wow, you know, that felt good to get that off my chest." And right, that's the point. I hear it in words, that's the point. Yeah. Well, once you hear it in words, it's kind of more like, "Oh, okay, now that's real, and since it's real, I can let it go." Yeah, yeah. Well, like, uh, like I, I'm, um, I, I've had a lot of issues with like religion, but I'm a Buddhist. Mm-hmm. You know? I am too. Yeah. So it's um, one of those things is uh, in Buddhism is it's they say. You, Pain is not yours. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the universe. Yeah. But, you know, that's a great concept. Do you feel, because sometimes with being a Buddhist and being through so much stuff that I've been through mentally, which is a, a lot of it is against Buddhism, like they would, you know, try to steer you against any of that stuff. And yet I do it because I can't control it makes me feel so guilty to be a buddhist as if i'm a bad buddhist well i'm lucky that i live literally a three minute walk from a monastery oh nice yeah um uh, jean is his name and he's act. he was actually there when my dad had a stroke and stuff like that like oh, wow. uh, yeah he's amazing he's uh been a b- big spiritual leader for me that's good yeah that's it, good. it's pretty amazing like it's um I don't know if um, religion is a great thing for when you have mental health, but mm. mental, what's what? Give me a good word here, mishealth. Yeah, that could work. Uh, yeah, you know, like it's um, they're great mentors, but you have to kind of deal with it for yourself. Yeah, what but, I find is, is hard is because there's the science versus religion there. Oh, the there you go. The science is going to be like with the medication and all that stuff and the scientific studies that, you know, prove or disprove that the medication works. Whereas with religion, you're just going on blind faith. Right. And with that, 
it's to me, I end up, I weigh them. I'm like, I believe in faith and things like that, but you know, cause I believe there's a higher power and, and things that I want to get into that. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but with the, the pills, you can take those uh, or, or pills. whatever it is. And you'll, you'll know that they're working with them a little bit, but with faith, it's like you just, you can sit there and wait for years and nothing will ever happen. Or maybe it does. Well, I've had a, a great response in my mental well-being with um, the meditation of uh, Buddhism. That's that's done a, that's done really great for me. It it did that actually is the thing is, is what's hard is I I don't necessarily always think of Buddhism so much as religion. Oh, it's as a, it, it's, a way of life. It's it's a it's a spiritualism. It's not it's not religion. It has. Exactly. Here's the big thing: is that Buddhism has nothing to do with how we got here. It's just yeah. ce- it's just celebrating that we are here. Yeah, and see, that's what I love about it is it is more of a celebration. It's it's more it's and I don't feel that because I was raised Catholic. Oh and... God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I no, got I, I got a lot to I got trouble. a lot to put on that. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but you know, I so you you were raised Catholic. You understand. Oh no yeah. No matter what you do you're you're bad and there's things that you know with having mental illness you can't control and then you go to, to church and your parents are like hey this kid is blah 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 and they're like oh well they need to go and repent well that's and- that's the fucked up thing about you know and you know if you're out there and you're listening and you're catholic there's nothing wrong with with catholicism no 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 not at all it's just my personal experience that happened with well, my, myself too, like, and I, I told you that I was actually molested. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those things to where it's like, um, it's not, it's not a perfect religion. It's not a, it's no. not perfect. You but know? I don't personally think any of the religions are perfect. I mean, you, you kind of have to give and take from, from all of them and, and see what, what works for you and what doesn't. Because what I think is so many people take everything for face value and sometimes it, it might be better for you to take what you believe and, and let the other stuff go instead of just letting it meander around your mind all the time. Right. And I can't say there's anything perfect about religion because, like, how many how many wars have been fought? God, that's one thing that drives me nuts is all <laughs> that stuff. Yeah, like, <laughs> like how many... How many wars have been fought about people that believe in this, that, or the other thing? Yeah. I would say uh, probably maybe the majority of the wars. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was about it was about that stuff. You don't believe in what I believe in, and, and you know I deserve your land because of that or whatever. I mean, it, it's just to me, I just never understood that. Yeah, I never understood how I'm... you can look at someone and say that what they believe in is wrong and what you believe in is ultimately right. Well, yeah. When I don't think I, I follow you so much, like there's nothing that is perfect when it comes to religion. No. There's nothing that is perfect, like. Okay, we're carbon-based living things. Who are we to say what is on the other side? And who are we to say that you're wrong, I'm right? There's there's mm-hmm. no there's no there's no right or wrong. Exactly. The only people who know are dead. Yeah. So they they ain't they ain't telling us what's up. Yeah, well, hopefully not. I understand we're 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 going through some shit right now, but if it turns into a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I got my shit ready for that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I already got a plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my my next uh, my next point here is like trouble like uh, relating to others. 
people people that don't understand maybe judge maybe maybe live with somebody that struggles but don't really understand like um the the hardest way to relate to others is to explain and say they like oh man you're 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 crazy they get what i'm saying yeah yeah no um i have a hard time relating to other people like a lot i spend most of my time at home and by myself all all i do is work and come home that's all i do mainly here too unless i'm going to the grocery store or something other than that and then i don't talk to people when i do that yeah if if i go out it is so awkward for me because it's usually my friends are like let's go let's go let's go let's go let's go and finally i give in and i feel uncomfortable the whole entire time i'm out and tell me i usually end up getting a drink or something and i don't really drink I, but just to try I and calm that. myself down. I hate that. Like I've I've been out with with uh, friends, so like at, like at a bar, this that or the other thing, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's just like going through the motions. Like yes. uh, like I'm okay. I'm here. Okay, I'll have a drink. Um, I'm just actually looking at the clock to when I get to go home. Yes. Yes. I mean, the only and the only difference to that is usually if I'm with someone that. I want to be there with them and it's not something where I felt like I was forced to go out and they're usually my closest friends or, or like my sister or something where I actually feel absolutely comfortable around them. But if I don't feel absolutely comfortable around the person I'm, I'm with or persons I'm with, I, I am just looking, like you said, looking at the watch being like, Oh my gosh, when, when do I get to get out of here? And I feel like I can't get out fast enough. Like, uh, I, I'm trying to like put this perfectly. Okay. So I, uh, I don't do a lot of social stuff and like, okay, a concert here or a gathering here, Mm -hmm. this, that, or the other thing. Like I want to do it so bad. I want to do it so bad, but when I'm there, I want to leave. And and all I want is this short little like story of the quick little time that I was there. And like, Oh, this was great. Like I, I, I was there for 20 minutes. I was there for 10 minutes. I was there for half an hour. And all yeah. I and all I really want is that little story of like, oh, I did it, I, I did it, I was out there, I did it. You know, I, I went to I went to a concert, I went to a social gathering, I went to this, that, or the other thing. Oh, I was there for ten minutes. Oh, and my God, it was awesome. You, yeah. you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I understand, I understand that. Um, I have like like say like social gatherings, like kind of like Christmas parties and stuff. I oh, have trouble man. going to those ones for the same reason because I was like, I'll go. Because I feel obligated, but then I'm right. just like, "Yay, I'm here! Okay, bye." <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, it, it's just so hard. Well, the big thing is making the step to actually being there in the first place. Yes, and that's the hardest part. Like, yeah. I will dawdle at home on doing the stupidest things just because I'm like trying to build myself up to say, "Okay, I'm ready to go," and I'll just be like, mm, "Maybe not these shoes, or mm, yeah, I'll right. take my purse." Or and like stupid stuff that I would never do if I'm if I'm just break, going out to somewhere where I'm regularly going, you know, work or whatever. Usually I'm just ready and I just go. But when it's a social gathering, I'm just like, oh my god, everything's got to be perfect because it's <laughs> perfect. They're uh, gonna know and then they're gonna see me. And they're gonna judge. Exactly. They're gonna be like, oh man, like Jelana, Keith. Oh, they're uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah trust yeah. me, I get it. I get it. It's. Like, that's one of my big struggles because, like, 
I do this back and forth of like, cause my life, all my life is, is work and being at home. Mm-hmm. And then I try to decide to like go to an event, like a concert or something, this, that, or the other thing. And all I do is like, I try to go to it. I have a very uncomfortable time. And then I share on Facebook, like, oh, this was awesome. I'm so glad I was there. I, I, I totally get what you're saying because we, we just went to the Tool concert recently. And that whole, just getting to the concert was a whole entire ordeal because there was a massive accident that blocked off the whole entire freeway. So we, I thought I wasn't even going get, to get to the concert that I was building myself up so much to go to. So then by the time we got to the concert, my anxiety was through the Whoa. roof. Like, yeah. I I was so, if it wasn't for Jacob being there and being like, dude, this is what you want. You want this for a long Jacob, time. Jacob, we love you, man. We love you. Sorry. He, loves you, man. <laughs> he said he loves you too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got in and it's just, I'm, I'm clinging to him the whole entire time because I'm just like, oh my God, what if, what if people want to touch me? What if people want to talk to me? What if people bump <laughs> right. into me? Like, and then it's like, then it's also the whole thing of, okay, I'm here. Am I going to be able to watch this show? Can I make it through the whole entire thing? Am I going to remember the songs that played because I'm freaking out so much right now uh, that I'm like, it's not, I'm not even there. Yeah. I, um, f- um, let me know if you can relate to this. Okay. So with my job, like I've got to talk to people mm-hmm. and I have like this sociopathic, sociopathic thing to where like I can, um, excuse me, I had a beer burp. <laughs> but I, I had a I have this very sociopathic thing where to like when I talk to people I can be very 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 fake mm-hmm. I can be like oh how's your day oh man like yeah I'm glad you know like I did that too and oh I like this too and I acknowledge what you're telling me and I in my core and my brain I don't care what you're saying but I can just like yeah I'm glad you did that and I'm Oh, and do you get what I'm saying? Like, I can fake. Oh, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I that's the only way that I can get through my day. Yeah, and I feel the same way because, like, people will come up to the desk and they're just blah, 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 blah. And all I'm thinking in my head is, I have no idea what you're saying because I'm not even really listening. Right, right now. yeah. It's, it's, just a, it's just like this automatic, like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 and you have nothing to do with that. You, you don't even care. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, then I try to make myself care. But you don't. And then it just makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like uh, lately at work, like I'll, people will come up to me and because I'm on Houghton Road now. And it's most my, most of my uh, most of my clients are in their late 60s. And, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, I, you know, I, I, I got to make sure that I don't eat too much cheese. And I don't, like, I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, I made sure I didn't put too much cheese on your pizza. But no, well, uh, no, I didn't. I think, like, like the way I kind of see it is there's a person that you are at work, and then there's the person that all your friends and people care about you know. Like, I feel like when I'm at work, I am not myself. And it's not because I'm trying to not be myself. It's just because I, I literally cannot be myself at work. Because if I was... I'd be fired. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I would tell these people, I would just look at them, look, man, here's your room key. There's your room. Leave me I alone. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so 
And, and it's like it's, it's not that I don't even like care about people or whatever. It's just the fact that I'm just like, why are you interacting with me when I have nothing to do with you? Right. Yeah. That's a that's a that's an amazing way to put that. Like, why are you talking to me when I'm never gonna actually talk to you again? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, uh, okay, you're like doing these niceties at me. Like, oh, yeah, and, like, you're never going to talk to me uh, another time. Like, why do I give a fuck what you're saying? Exactly. Exactly. And, I mean, I was I was goth for a long time, and I think I was just goth just because of that's just how my personality was. <laughs> and I wear black because <laughs> well, I and, like black. <laughs> you and me both, me. You and me both. Yeah, and it's like I wasn't even, like, really like, oh, I'm goth. It just happened it's to be so that's just, just, that's just I, I was. It was just dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is how I feel on the inside. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just fucking black. I'm black. Yep. Yeah, but I always tell people, I'm like, I'm black like my cold, dead heart. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I feel like that, actually. I, I feel like my heart is just ice, and then uh, I don't care. And that everything, like, feelings are just, why? Yeah, right. Oh, I'm uh, like, oh I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, like, I'm so glad that you're my first guest because I identify so much from what you're saying. So, yeah. but I, I want to move on to my next one is like outlets. Like, tell me what you do for an outlet just to kind of feel better. Just, just uh, something that you can do. Like, uh, we were talking about art earlier. Mm -hmm. Just like something that you do that just kind of makes you feel better. Like, it, maybe, maybe it's like going for a bike ride. Maybe it's going hiking maybe it's drawing maybe it's uh whatever just let me know mine i i do draw and i paint a lot um that's and i, a I lot of my love that are... painting you sent me i love it yeah <laughs> that's one i painted because i seriously could not get these thoughts out of my head and the way i felt and to be to get it out onto a canvas just it, it's so therapeutic because then oh, i yeah. can look at that and be like that's how i felt at that time but I no longer feel like that. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes I still do, but then I look at the painting. I'm like, oh, my God, why? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I also do music, too. Um, I'm a vocalist. Nice. I love to, to sing and just sing it out. Sometimes I get in the shower and just like, I'm just going to sing, and I don't care who hears me or what it says because this makes me feel better. <laughs> nice, nice. I, I, I'm really glad to hear that. Like, cause uh, it's, it's, uh, the outlets are from my therapy sessions or like outlets are what is told to me, like is the best, uh, best thing to do. You gotta have an outlet. It's like the, it's like the air out of a balloon. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I also write poetry and stuff. So pretty much any of the arts, that's what I use as my outlets. Cause I, I'm not strong. I was never made for sports or anything like that. So if I went outside and tried to run it out. Again, with the cigarettes, I would die. <laughs> so that's not going to... And besides the fact that I can't be in the sun, I will blister and die. Um, so pretty much my my outlet's got to be inside. And I play a lot of video games, too. Nice, like, nice. What, what video games do you play? Um, My favorite, and I know this is old school, but it's Less for Dead. That's the one I can oh, play. Oh, nice. Mood. <laughs> nice. I love that game. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you can explode stuff. You can kill the zombies and, and just not feel guilty because they're zombies. So you're just like, yeah, just die. That's what you get. And make explosions and all kinds of stuff. And then when you're done, you just turn the console off and 
you feel better and it's as if nothing happened. It's not like you're going out and really going on a rampage. And I don't, <laughs> and I don't buy into the whole thing of video games and music that you listen to is what nah, makes you that's go bullshit, out right? Stuff. That's bullshit, that right? Is, that is because I, I, I listen to a lot of cons what's considered quote unquote violent music. Oh, violent you and me games. both. You and me both. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, tell me mm -hmm. your favorite band. My favorite band is Tool. Nice. Okay. After that? After that would be Halloween. Hello. Oh, dude. Hell yeah. Hell I yeah. I love Halloween. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever heard Avatar? Mm -mm. Oh, check them out. You will like them. Probably. It, yeah. Yeah. You will <laughs> like them. Because uh, for me, I like, uh, we were talking about music before. Mm -hmm. I like really hardcore, hardcore, hardcore shit. Yeah. Like, like uh, what I, I would actually be called, um, what I listen to is actually what would be called uh, Swedish death metal. Nice. I actually have some of that on my hard drive. Yeah, <laughs> I can't tell yeah. you the bands, but I know I know of some of the music. Like Demogorga, Avatar. It, it, it's great stuff. Like, I'll send you the spelling for the previous band okay <laughs> it's good stuff you know like uh, i think i really think music is great for kind of centering yourself yes and yes it, it really is and, and you can listen to the music too and you can let all of your emotion out with that and like especially like with metal because you're just like yeah. and, you know and then after the song's over you're like feel a little bit better now <laughs> right <laughs> like uh i uh personally just uh read uh I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I just finished uh, physically reading the book The Road. Hmm. No, I've never read that. Oh man, like I cried through the whole thing, and it just and I actually felt better after I read the book. Like it's um, The Road is a book about the apocalypse, which we're fucking in right now. Right. And it's um, it's about this man. It, it the the great thing is um, the the two two main characters. The they're called the boy and the man. And, oh, nice! Uh, yeah, it's 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 this guy that's uh, the father of this kid, and it's the full on apocalypse, full on apocalypse. And it's like the boy did this, the man did this, the boy did this, the man said this, and it's it's just fucking amazing. I I fucking read it in one day. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's and then I watched the movie. The next day. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, Viggo Morton's. You can actually hear the big shout out, guys. Like, you can watch The Road, the movie on YouTube. It's on YouTube. So, cool. Yeah, check it out. But I, where are we at? <laughs> what are we talking about? Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I told you my memory sucks, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me look at my notes. Like, I just got excited there. <laughs> okay, Um, you know what we need to talk about right now? Therapy. Oh yeah. Um, if you're comfortable, let me know about the therapy that you have gone through, and if it's done anything for you. Um, I've they tried group therapy. I I've that. done that too. I fucking hate it. I don't like talking yeah. to more than one person. Yeah, and to me, it's it's a lot of the stuff that's going on. I'm like, okay, I'm not like you. I'm not like you. I'm not like you. And I'm sharing all this stuff, and then you guys are looking at me. Like, I'm weird, and we're supposed to all be in here together, so I don't feel comfortable. That's my big thing is, like, I've been in group therapy, and it's, um, 
I start to talk. I feel like I'm confident. Mm -hmm. And then I like shake and I don't want to talk. Like it's because I'm in front of more people that I'm comfortable with. And it's just like, you know what? I don't want to say anything. Yeah. Mine, I'm I'm afraid that what I have to say is so much worse than what anybody else has to say <laughs> that I'm gonna be that person in the room where they leave and they're like, God, can you imagine being around her? Well, see, I'm I'm the person that would be in the room. They were like, Okay, um, we need to look at this guy because he might be a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, it's where I kind of like, oh, I got kind of got to back stuff off. Yeah, and that that's in there. I have like stuff, you know, with my mental illness and stuff too. That's you know very. If people, if some people knew about it, they'd be like, "I'm never gonna have contact with that person again." <laughs> you know, it's it's just violent outbursts, and well, I, we... I I tried to do stuff that was really bad, and I'm glad it didn't go through because my life would be completely different now. I'd be in a cell. <laughs> I'm not cool uh, with that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you gotta understand talking to me like I'm on the same point. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's another thing why I feel so comfortable is because I know that you understand, and we're, we're speaking to people who understand and, and you know, that, that may not have anybody else to say, yeah, I, I totally get you. And well, like, one of the things you sent to me before this evening, I, I, it really meant a lot to me. Like, you said, uh, you're the one doing the show, and it's all about you. I was like, no, no. It's, like, I'm really glad that you sent that. But the whole reason, the whole reason I'm doing this is like there's so many people, so many people out there that are struggling and don't have anything to listen to or anybody to talk to. Exactly, and I was in that boat because I know there, there's, there's point in times where I'm so low. I just want, I want someone, but someone <laughs> who understands, not just anyone, because I can, I can just walk up to a family member or something, but that's going to be counterproductive because they're they're not the type of person I'm looking for. I need someone who's going to be like, yeah, I've been there. This is what I did, or this is this is what worked for me during that situation. And kind of that back and forth that you have. But when you don't have that, it's so hard. And it's it feels like you're in the darkness all alone with no flashlight. Wait, oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, like, one of the cool things that I wanted to point out to you right now is uh, our last episode that we did with uh, the... Um, Technical difficulties. Yes. <laughs> hour and a half. Right wow. now we are cresting on two hours. Pretty oh, cool. Wow. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool, right? I get to talking and then I don't. I don't realize where the time's going. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm the same. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Like we've almost we've almost been uh, talking. Let's see. I'm looking at it. Almost two hours. Pretty awesome. So it's um. I st I, and I still have stuff on my checklist. So oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep... If you're up for it, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I have nothing to do. Being in quarantine gives me all the time <laughs> that I need. <laughs> all right, so my next one is... Uh, what would you say to people that are struggling with the same thing? Um, to not give up. I know that's the, I know I know that's the most cliche thing to say, but if I hadn't given up, I, I wouldn't have some of the things in my life right now that I oh, yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I wouldn't even be here if I if I gave up, to be honest, because that's that's where my mind goes when I give up is to just end it all. Yeah, and yeah. It's well, I, I recently uh, I don't know if you, most of our listeners out there know that I actually broke up with my uh, fiance last week because of wow. all because of all of this. Uh, we uh, we were uh, engaged for seven months. All this stuff was going down with the coronavirus and stuff going down. She didn't want to go to therapy with me, and me Aww. try me try to help and fix the the, the the just the little stuff that I was upset about. Yeah. And she broke up with me. So yeah, like it sucks, <laughs> but yeah. uh, but well, what uh, really sucks is, is it takes a hit to the fact that where you're like, well now. What am I gonna do? Right. Just, oh, you know, you gave them everything, and then they just rip it away, and they rip it away for something they don't even understand. Yeah, we were gonna get married. Like we, like I, 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 I spent almost fifteen hundred dollars on a wedding ring, wow. and what do I do with that? <laughs> yeah, and the sad thing is, when if you go to take them back, they're gonna take it back and like totally give you give you nothing for it just because they're like oh yeah. well you already bought it <laughs> yeah yeah and she she made me feel like that i was secure and all this stuff and and you want to know the big thing is like i was trying to help her with all this stuff going on mm -hmm. i was like because uh she lived in sierra vista i live in tucson arizona I was like you need to you need to buy extra dog food you need to buy you need to buy extra stuff here, there, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And she got mad at me for telling her that she needed to buy extra stuff. And then she told me that she was done. Like, There's I, something more going on than that. That's mental like, health. That's mental health. Yeah, that's it, true. Like, I, I was telling, like, I it was like, I was trying, like, trying to tell her, like, you know, you go to the store, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing. Yeah. And like, okay, so buy extra dog food, buy extra toilet paper, buy extra blah 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 blah. Oh, you're you're freaking out too much, and I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Wow, wow. So she, she had uh, <laughs> mental health issues too, then. I would say so. I would say so. Because I've been, I've been there. I've been her, and I've I feel guilty about it to this day. Being I didn't mean exactly there because I, I never called up a wedding or anything, but uh, yeah. I. Uh, well, I've, I've never been engaged before, and that's that's. That's, that's a yeah, that's a big thing, um, and it, it's just when. I don't know when someone ends a relationship abruptly like that. It's like it's crushing, and especially oh, for tell me about mental it. health. Yeah. It's like I've I've uh, I've had to do my best to just kind of like okay, don't be sad. Like being sad is not going to do anything for you. Yeah. And it's just like um, here's the big thing. Like she's uh, and I'm not going to bring up her name. Yeah. It, she's super Catholic. Super super Catholic. Oh, wow. She started getting me to go to church with her, and I hate going to church. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, like so, I I did start going to church with her, and I did it every Sunday. I went with her, 
went and I'm sorry, but uh, the Catholic Church is a cult. <laughs> I, I, I do agree with you on that. I'm, and I'm uh, you know, um, she sent me a message about three weeks ago that she went to confession that she was having sex before marriage. And then she told me that we cannot have sex before marriage. I'm like, okay, so now I have to marry you to have sex with you, and that. Wow, but you, but you were doing it beforehand, and then she yeah. said, "Nope, nope, cut it off." That... <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard. Uh, did Jacob say frustrated? No, I said, "Oh, that's so frustrating." Okay, so like, so and I try, I, I did very much to be understand. I was like, okay, okay, I love you, and I, I want to be your. I want to be your husband. Like I was like mm -hmm. about it. I was about about it. But you know, and then she was not. Uh, she didn't want to uh, acknowledge any of the problems that I want that that I had. But, but she pretty much wanted a her relationship where you you do everything that she wants, but when it comes to you, she's like, nah. Nah, exactly. Like so, basically, to have sex with my girlfriend again, I'd have to get married, and go to. That conf almost sounds like a forceful marriage. To yeah, it, Catholicism is fucking Catholicism is a fucking. <laughs> that's a cult. It's a fucking yeah. cult. It's There's fucking no cult. other way to say it. <laughs> yeah, and she, you know, she's not. I can't say she's a bad person. I can't say that. But she was raised in it, and man, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her. Like, that her whole life, like, she bought me a Bible and just, like, fuck. I, <laughs> I just feel like it to it brainwashes you from a young age. And yeah. then you don't make your own decisions after that until you break away. Which is, I think, honestly, when I broke away from the Catholic Church and, and just stopped going and start quite like i had so many questions and when that they couldn't answer they, they couldn't answer they would just tell me that's just how it is and believe it well, and i wasn't okay with that well, i needed more answers well here's the big thing about the catholic church is like they make the here's the thing is they make you feel bad about yourself yes it, there's no there's no up there's no uprising there's no you do this and feel good and do be happy that you did this it's the Catholic Church is because uh, I went to mass with her for fucking six months. Oh wow! Yeah, more than that, seven months. I went to mass with her. I went to Christmas math, and it's just there's nothing about it that is positive. Is oh Jesus, uh, we don't deserve your, we don't deserve your uh, blah 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 whatever. Like forgive us for not being good, and then yeah. like my my grand, I'm Irish. And okay. and like the whole thing with my family is Baptist. It's like, man, you do everything you do to feel good. You do everything. Yeah. You do everything to you know, like, oh man, maybe you fucked up, but oh, there is a chance to say I'm sorry, and be good. I mean, like, well, oh, Catholicism. You're saying you're sorry since the day you were born. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's a fucking cult. It's a fucking cult. And yep. you know, like, so like. Uh, and I do not ask for any forgiveness for saying that's a fucking cult. It, like, yeah, <laughs> it's it, like uh, 
I don't say I'm not gonna say any religion is right. Whatever. It's just yeah. it's just what I experienced with this woman. She was great. She made she made me feel the best and the worst I've ever felt in my life. And that's that's not a good thing. No, no, <laughs> it's not. And especially with afterwards, I'm sure you. Well, I'm not sure because I I don't, I don't know. Everybody's different. But I would always end up in the deep depression afterwards. <laughs> Tell me about it. Like oh. And, I felt and so alone. There's nothing really to take you out of it either. That's what's the hard part. Yeah, I, I felt so alone. Like, and here's the thing: is like she's a great woman. I really do feel like she's a great woman. I can't say anything bad about her, but it makes me feel bad that she is so deep in this cult. This is the way that she's going to live her life. That's the, you know she she basically told me that she went to went to a confession because. She was a she was upset for abstinence because she had sex with me. Oh my gosh! Yeah. See, <laughs> right. then to me, like I, I myself, if, if I was you, I know I would feel like, well, crap. What are you trying to say? Like, you know, you right. you said you were, you wanted it, so now you're telling me that you didn't. Yeah, right. Like, well, that's one of the things I said to her is like, like that makes me feel bad because. Like, you had sex with me, and it made you feel so bad that you had to go to a fucking confession because you're so deep engraved in abstinence that you had sex with me that made you feel like that you're not going to go to heaven. Yeah, it's stuff like that. That's why I left the Catholic Church. I left the Catholic Church because it doesn't make sense. It's a fucking cult. Yeah. It's a fucking cult. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, like, that... uh... But yeah, like that, um, that hit me so hard that it's just like, come on, man. Like, it's like, I honestly feel you can say, you can take it for what you want. Mm. Like, uh, D, one of my big homeboys that I started talking to, like, he went to Catholic Church. Um, it's a cult. And, uh, I'm sorry, man, but it's, uh, it's rough. Like you got to get out of it. You got to think for yourself, and <laughs> it's like the same thing as Satanism. It's so it makes people so indoctrinated. They don't, they don't think. Yeah. They don't. They don't exactly. Th- they can't. They can, becomes a point to where it's almost like they can't even think for themselves anymore. They have to go to the church to get advice for for everything. Yeah. And. That to me, I'm like, I that baffles my mind. I can't give that much control over to anyone. Well, like uh, Jackie in particular, I'm going to say her name. Sorry, I put her on blast. But like, she she didn't have any of her own ideas. She didn't have any of her own thoughts. Yeah. And it's it's it just makes me sad. But uh, we're gonna continue on the episode. <laughs> Sorry. <Okay. laughs> so uh, one thing I want to get into next is a uh, hospitalization. Has that ever happened for you? God, I hate those places. Uh, <laughs> I've been hospitalized. I I was put in hospitalization for violence because I, I I was having uh, outbursts. And I, I was, uh, I actually was in a straitjacket. It's not a good thing. I was too. 
Yeah. Tell me, if you don't mind, will you tell me about it? Well, I was arrested. Okay. For being violent, domestic violence. No, we're on the, we did the same thing. We did the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) And it's always like, they they actually sent out like the SWAT SWAT team. I, I don't know what they thought they were coming into, but they knew it was, they knew it was a woman. And they came in with guns drawn and all. It, it was scary. The scary, one of the scariest things of my whole entire life, to be honest with you. This oh, was. I get it. I get it. Um, they took me in, and then when they took me in, they took me into not just the regular jail to get, you know, and the processing. Uh, to, yeah, they took me to the mental health. Oh, uh, we were the same place, probably the same time. Uh, this was uh, this was in um, out of state, so it wasn't in Arizona. Oh, okay, but. Say, but I've been in Arizona too, so um, not that I'm proud of any of this stuff. It's oh, just what happened. It's how that's it, not where we're getting. That's not out. that's not where we're getting at. We're just telling our story. Okay. Um. So they took me there, and then from there they took me to the hospital. And the hospital, I was so violent apparently that I had to be um, sedated. I, bl- and I, I actually don't remember much of that. I actually I blacked up. out a bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do you get to the point? Because I, I know people talk about the seeing red, but that's uh, real. Oh yeah, for me, for me, what happened with me is my body got like really hot and tingly, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where that's where I didn't that's where I wasn't in control. Like uh, yeah. my body was like hot and tingly, and I I uh, actually uh, have this weird m- memory of uh, we're gonna tear we're gonna tie you down, Mister Lackey. And my response is, you can try. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I get in that sense. I'm like, all right, bring it. Yeah. You, you can do it if you can catch me. <laughs> and I'll fuck you up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's probably why I woke up tied down and in, 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 in a jacket, which was... Uh, I've been there. That was one of the most oh, look, uh, humiliating experiences of my life because be- I'm like, before, oh, my God. Before you, before you go any further, okay, so I've been, uh, I've been in a jacket myself. Mm-hmm. And it's a uh, it's a really weird feeling, right? Like it's um, oh, yeah. you're you're you feel you're constricted, and what I experienced is being in a jacket. It actually made me more, more like my anxiety was more mm-hmm. because like I couldn't move. Like I, it, it's it's like I completely it, understand what you're saying. <laughs> It's 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 like uh, what do they call it uh, when you have a problem with uh, being constricted? Claustrophobia. Uh, claustrophobia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I remember I remember waking up after being sedated and I couldn't move and claustrophobia like set in and I I, I a big thing for me is like because my legs were free. Like good luck getting good luck getting close to me because I'm gonna kick you in the fucking face. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you in the fucking face. But you know, like and here's the thing is if you if I kick people in the face, they're not gonna take the jacket off. Exactly. I feel like honestly, when you're in the hospital, it's a control game. <sighs> That's and what it is. Yeah, because I I know how to. I, I obviously know how to get into them. That, that's not that's not hard thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but getting out of them. You and me both. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting out of them is, is you have to play this game with the doctors. Right. And I'm not proud of it, but if I if I didn't 
do what they you have to basically bow down and do everything they say smile it's not it, and it, pretend it, like talk you're about this dancing doll <laughs> talk about degrading talk about yes. degraded yes you like you have to like if you want to be have that lock taken off the back of your jacket you have to be like okay say this say that say this say that and and uh, you, you you got to say what they want to hear otherwise exactly. otherwise you're going to be you know like i i remember man well, what's the point of this show i'm going to say it. I, mm-hmm. I i was knocked down on my back in a in a straight jacket just wigging the hell out and kicking my feet i there was this guy named his, his name was ellen aaron ellen and i kicked him in the face Oh, no. And because I was, like, I was just wigging out. Yeah, yeah, no. And, and here, the thing is, is he was actually trying to take my jacket. <laughs> oh, I'm crying a little bit. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, he was trying to take my jacket off because I was wigging out so much, mm-hmm. and just trying to calm me down. And I kicked him in the face, and because of kicking him in the face, I wasn't able to have it taken off. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, no. You're okay because I. It took it. Honestly, you're talking about like therapy and stuff. How that works. I didn't get over all of this stuff that happened to me when I was in the hospitals prior because there's some stuff that happened there that was traumatizing. Yeah, yeah. I did that EDMR therapy is what I did, and that helped me so much. Explain that to people that don't know what that is. Um, it's, it's like an, I don't know what I want to say it's new because it has been around for a little while. It's just becoming more popular, I guess you'd say. Mm. Um, they use these because there's a couple different ways to do it depending on, you know, who you go to. But where I went, they had little kind of like buzzers and you hold one in each hand and they buzz back and forth. Okay. And you can tell them to turn the, the alternization higher or lower. And it pretty much gets you in not really a trance state. Oh, but wow. Yeah, to where your subconscious and your conscious are basically both open. And wow. so you're just kind of like experiencing things. And, and they're, they kind of, they don't really, I don't want to say guide you. They kind of let your mind go where your mind's going to go. And it brings up all kinds of stuff that you, like the stuff that brought it up is stuff I forgot about. And it was things that seemed like the simplest thing. But I was devastated and just breaking down in these sessions because of stuff that I had forgotten and stuffed down for years. It's, it's but a, it helped. It's a and you gotta forgive me, like um, talking to you and like this is a great and uh, this is like a therapy session for me. Nice. And like uh, I'm I'm super emotional right now, and like that's I'm just getting under control. I just uh, that's the whole point of the show is I wanna. It, I'm not a therapist. I don't, I've been in, I've been on the opposite side of it, but I just, I just want to talk to people, but like legit, legit, (laughs) I'm crying right now. (laughs) And I get like that too, with certain things that I talk about or certain situations that people bring up, it's almost like instantly I feel that, that frog in my throat and it's just uncontrollable. I can't help it because that memory is so strong in my mind still. That I'm like, I, I can't, like, I was actually talking about so, um, something with Jacob today that ha- happened when I was in the hospital one time. And it was like, I can kind of sort of laugh at it now, 
Oh. But it's more of a nervous laughter, being huh. kind of laughing in a way to be like, okay, well, since I laughed, it's okay, type thing. But it, oh, I don't feel yeah, that way. Yeah. Like uh, for me, like I've because uh, my whole thing is uh, violent tendencies. Yeah, I have those too. Uh, I know you do. I know you understand. <laughs> I, know, I, well, I, I know you understand. I know you understand. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Like it's uh, when you try to talk to people and be like, I, that's not on purpose. It's like it's it's not what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And it's um, like uh, and it kind of you know. Forgive me, I might be like all over the place right now because I'm like really no, feeling. Okay. I'm really like feeling this, but like no, uh, that's fine. It's it's to help you too. So you know, you, yeah. you get out what you need to get out. So when it comes to like violent tendencies, it's not on purpose, but you can't control it if you don't have the mental capacity to control it. If that makes sense. That makes total sense. Yeah. So Size, like, baby. <laughs> Like, so my big thing is I have a lot of uh, sociopathic tendencies and I do my best to control them. It's, <laughs> I'm just trying to like stay on point with stuff like and not get oh, emotional. Oh, yeah, no, no, like, um, I understand what you're saying because <sighs> it's really, <laughs> it really is, it really is, you know, like, I, I, do my best you know like like we said on our last episode like i haven't killed anybody i don't plan on it yeah yeah exactly (laughs) it's just uh it's it's really weird i i think a lot of people don't understand like the um there's these tiny little things in the brain that control like what is okay and what is not okay Mm -hmm. and um there's no i don't think it's I don't think it's a safe thing to say, like, okay, this is okay, this is not okay. Because, like, have you ever heard of uh, Andre, Tic- Andre Chicatello? No. Killed 37 people. Oh, wow. He killed, yeah, he killed 37 people. And he was in Russia. They caught him, brought him into the courthouse, and shot him in the head. Just boom, you're done. Like, boom. Wow. Yeah. So it's um I think mental health needs to be kind to kind of uh mitigated like okay so okay I believe Andre Chicatello should have been shot in the head I believe that like okay. should have killed 37 37 people like yeah you, you need to be done like I I've yeah. had, I've had you know I'll be straight up I've had homicidal tendencies never acted on them because because I, I know how to deal with it. But exactly, the, and that's the hardest part. Is I don't think a lot of people know how to deal with some of the things they're going through, and that's what creates the negative stigma on it. Is right. that if people educated more about it, especially going growing up, because I mean they're saying that more and more kids are growing with uh, growing up with ADD, ADHD. Some of it I think is just people just wanting to push pills. <laughs> And other yeah. and then other stuff is kids. People don't know how to let kids be kids nowadays. But there are more cases coming up. And don't you think those little kids should know what's going on with them? Right, because like, it's not fair. It's not. No. It's not fair. You know, like we got all of these kids that like have these like PBS TV shows. Like, okay, sunshine and, and talking and having a good time. 
Okay, so they have an outlet. But what about kids that are on the other spectrum? I'm sorry, but that's a thing. You no, get... it is. I, I was like that as a child. I was I was never the bright sunshine, whatever. I was a very violent child. And oh, I'm right there with my you. siblings right. took most of it. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah, and it's hard because of, you know, people are like, you, you shouldn't act like that. You shouldn't this. You shouldn't that. It's, it's always like a no, 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 Here's no, the... negative, negative, negative. Here's the thing. It's not that you're a bad person. No, exactly. And, and I, it's like I know for the longest time I did feel like I was a bad person, like I was a horrible person and that I didn't deserve to live because of I do these horrible things to other people. But then when I finally started going to therapy and was learning a little bit of more what was going on with me and what was causing it and how to control it and everything, I, I just started feeling like that because I realized, you know what, this is a disease. I, I can't help it. But I can help it by learning about it mm -hmm. and learning how to try to control what I do in a more creative outlet, a more a positive outlet as opposed to it being negative. Well, you, you bring me on to my next question is uh, what would you say to people that are dealing with the same thing? To not be afraid to talk about it. Yes. The, the hardest thing to That's me what I'm trying to do is here. when I keep it in. Yeah, exactly. It, if you push it down and you push it down, you push it down. It's just going to be stuff upon stuff upon stuff, and eventually that's going to come out. And it may not be good when it does, but if yeah. you learn how to deal with it a, a piece at a time, and that's another thing, too, is take it a minute at a time, an hour a day at a, a, day a, at a, a time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, just, really, I really like that you say it that way, like a day at a time, a minute at a time, a situation at a time. Exactly. Exactly. One of the things that Jacob actually helped me with is he was like, take a moment and think, is this going to matter in five minutes? Is this going oh, to matter in five days, five years? Is, is, Jacob, is Jacob nearby? Yeah, he's right here. Give him a high five. I give him a high five. There you go. <laughs> okay, keep going. Um, But it's he's told me that, you know, to do that, and that's helped because there are so many times where I do take a situation and I blow it out of oh, you're telling me like think about think about like the little tiny things that has nothing to do with anything and you turn yeah. it you turn it into this explosive situation. Oh yeah, we've been in we've been in things where it's like we're going to go to a store or something and I can't find my shoes uh, or my whatever and it turns into this explosive girl mode, thing. Girl so mode. Like, Where are they? Exactly. And then I start freaking out cuz I'm like we should have left already. This is all my fault. This is blah, 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 and then I just keep getting more and more angry until finally I have to sit there and be like, this is damn shoes. Does this really even matter? <laughs> like, I have a whole bunch of other ones. Why don't I just put another pair on, right? <laughs> Calm the fuck down, Zelana. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, and I'm glad you got Jacob there to, to help you deal with it. I'm so lucky. Like, I really, really am because I've been, I've been through – that's the thing is with being bipolar, I've been through a lot of relationships. A lot of it had to do with because – the person I was with didn't understand what I was going through and actually made it harder on me than trying to help and make it easier. They exacerbated the situations. And then at the end, after they got me to the point where I was so uh, in upheaval, where I was hospitalized, and then they're just like, I'm done with you. I'm like, you put me here. Yeah. Well, like, you uh, can't leave me. <laughs> one, one that you bring me to my next one is like, I actually lost my fiance over this. Mm -hmm. so, so like uh she uh you know she, she uh, you know to be fair she put up with a lot 
put up with a lot. Like uh, my big thing is I, I I forget what it's called, but I went through a sleep study before I go before my brain starts getting tired. I have this crazy brain activity, and mm-hmm. I I don't know what I'm saying, and I don't know I don't like it's um it's like ima- imagine um imagine a fire, and then you throw gas on it, and that's your synapses. Okay. You know, so I basically, I forget what it's called, but like, uh, I would basically argue with her before I got tired for no reason. And, uh, it just happened continually, 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 continually. And I tried to get a handle on it and I, I just didn't. And, uh, about two weeks ago, uh, we ended things. I lost my fiance over mental health and it sucks, you know, but. It's uh, I, I'm really glad that you have Jacob there. I'm really I'm really glad that he's doing that for you and he's uh, he can understand. Yeah, I, I, I do consider myself very lucky because I can honestly say every relationship I've lost before this has been because of mental health. And I spent <sighs> you years and blaming me... it on the other person. But I have to, I have to honestly admit that a lot of it had to do with me. Well, you and me both. Like, trust me, I understand it. Like, um, like, uh. Uh, one of the big things with her is like uh, we talked about it before. Is like she was super Catholic, and I went to church with her, and that wasn't my thing, you know. But I was willing to like be Catholic to be with her, yeah. <laughs> you know. But you know, um, she she tried a lot, but it just didn't work out. And you know, like, cause just these, t- like we would talk on Skype, and I would I would have like an. an I would lash out and like, oh, oh fuck this. <laughs> so, but I, I'm just glad that you have Jacob, and it, that's um, I'm really happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, it's it's changed my life like dramatically because I was in a really dark place before we even got together, and it just I don't know. It, it when you have that other person, the the main thing I think is understanding. And that's so hard. And that's so hard. Yes, it really is. So many people are, they're, I think they're afraid to understand, not even that they can't understand or won't understand. They don't want I think to. They're afraid. Yeah. Oh, I like the way you say that. They're afraid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm choking. I'm going to spit. I'm going to vape while you cough. <laughs> there you go. Um, but no, it's, it's like they, they're afraid almost like if, if they understand what we're going through, then maybe that part of them may makes have them, it too. Oh, makes them more vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like it's, it's amazing that we can kind of like talk about the same stuff and yeah, it, it means a lot to me that, uh, we're kind of, that's one of the reasons I was really happy to have you for the first, first, uh, interview. Yeah. So uh, my next one is, uh, what would you say to somebody that's like struggling with the same issues? The same issues. Oh my gosh. Um, Because I struggle with a lot of depression and a lot of like super high mania. (laughs) Well, it's uh, uh, that that's that's a very uh, broad question. Yes, it is. (laughs) Can can you narrow it down for me a little bit more? (laughs) What would you say to somebody that struggles? with um just any any little bit of mental health that they don't know what to do um again i don't be afraid to reach out but the thing is is 
try to make sure who you're reaching out for actually cares about you because you may reach out to the wrong person and may have oh i like that negative effect but if you know you can absolutely trust this person with with everything and if you don't feel that you can have that you can always reach out to a mental health professional who understands because they're trained to do that and just someone who's willing to actually be there for you and who cares about you and is there for your well-being and not just to be someone just there to just be there oh i like that i like the way you phrase that yeah it's 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 because i I haven't i haven't had that i haven't had that at all i haven't had anybody that's understood or cared And I've been there for the only I've I've had two people in my life that I've had my life since high school. I won't name names or anything because I don't want them to, you know, be ousted if they don't want to. Um, But having those two in my life, we all three go through episodes at different times and we'll have our little fits and and stuff between each other. But we always ultimately end up coming back to each other because we understand each other. We know that when we fight, it's not necessarily us but it's a disease and that will overcome it and ultimately be able to be back together as friends. Cause it's not us actually hating each other. It's just us hating the situation. And, Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah. Cause we, we just do, just do it on an, we get an unhealthy outlet type thing. Yeah. Like I, I really do feel like, uh, I really do feel like you actually, um, have a wise, um, way of phrasing things. And I do really like that. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I really, I really do. Like, um, like uh, one of the reasons that um, I really enjoyed our last show is that uh, you had a lot of re- like wise things to say. And, yeah. and one of the great things is like uh, my phone hasn't gone crazy, and we're still recording. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, like uh, I, I'm, I'm really glad to talk to you, and I really, uh, I really do feel like you have a lot of great stuff to say, and and like, like I said, I got like 13, 14 emails of people telling me like, man, man, I'm so glad you're doing this, and she's got so much great stuff to say, and I, I really want, I really want you to build yourself up on the, on the response that we have been getting. That actually makes me feel really good. Cause I really hope I, so. I worry that I don't have things to give back to the community, but if I, you know, with this, I feel like I can. Yeah. I well, want to, you know? Oh, well, and you told, you told me uh, on a text before, like, oh, no, you're the one putting this together. I'm like, no, this isn't me. This, yeah. this, this isn't me. Like, uh, people are really enjoying this. And, like, I, I've, I've actually have, I have seven people, seven people lined up to talk to me that's oh that's awesome that's fucking right yeah <laughs> you know that's cool man that's cool like because uh, uh you know i've been doing podcasts for over a year and a half now almost two years nobody oh, wow. nobody's ever reached out to me to like do it to like talk to me and like this is it's, it's fucking awesome it makes me yeah. feel it makes me feel really good it's just like wow like, I, well, like maybe i'm doing something right right now well exactly and, and i kind of feel that way too because i do feel that the mental health community is one of the communities that doesn't really have that big of a voice and i think a lot has to do with because of the mental health community we all have these things like social anxiety right. just anxiety in general 
and so many different things that makes it hard for us to speak up, you know, just in a regular day conversation, let alone trying to speak up to the world. Right, and not feeling being judged. Exactly. Yeah, and, the, and that, that's, I feel that constantly. Like the the thing of judging, I feel like that's something that's followed me around my whole entire life. And until until something get changes within the stigma, okay, um, get, something changes with the stigma, I don't feel like things are going to change right. much for me about feeling judged. Well, uh, one of the big things I know that uh, art helps you a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I'm actually in my art room right now checking some stuff out. So. Yeah, well, I, I draw a lot. I've actually uh, done artwork for famous comic books that I'm not going to plug because that would be that would be uh, tasteless. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but but kudos to that though. That's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, uh, t- tell me about some of your art and how it helps you. Um, I actually suffer from nightmares. I have my whole entire life for as long as I can remember. I remember back when I was a kid and I had a dream about. Zo- uh, zombie Barbies oh. coming out and their their skin was melting off and they're trying to kill me and like just that's that's what dream I was dreaming about when I was six when everyone else was dreaming about Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> uh, but I paint that stuff or I draw that stuff. Okay, and it get, helps that, me to that get one, it out that, of my brain. That one image that you sent me earlier, I thought was amazing. I thought that was great. Like, like a, it's a the. Um, dimensions and the imagery that you were because i'm an artist like anybody that knows yeah. me knows i'm an artist and like i i really thought that one image that you sent me was very powerful thank you i play with uh perspective a lot because of i try to give it an altered perspective within the the lines work in the drawing because i want to throw it a little off kilter and to okay. show the emotions of, of how i was feeling that I, i'm feeling uneasy and, and not okay and Do- then to add like other you know stuff into it as to what i was you know going through at the time and you know such as cutting and things like that right. i incorporate those into my my artwork and because to me it's art as much as i would love to be able to put it out into the community and make money off of it that would be great but i do it more for myself to help myself my own mental health than i do to actually intend on taking it out into the world and selling it making money off of it nice. just because it's it's the thing that helps me the most well like uh with podcasting i've done almost 400 episodes never made a penny but i but i keep doing it and i love it and like exactly in uh one of the things i was looking at on your the image that you sent me do you mm-hmm. do you start with line work first or do you like start doing color or like, See, I'm weird, because, like, with painting, and I, I didn't realize this until I took a painting class, and my teacher, would, even he said, he's like, you have a really weird way of setting <laughs> up your painting. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but what he was saying, and, and I've taken him for, I'm actually in my second drawing class, the drawing two right now, and uh, I had him for my drawing two class and for my first painting class, and he was saying, he's like, you take a drawing approach to your paintings okay and um and so he's like that that's different he's like if you can somehow figure out how to incorporate those like without you know without it being so stark then he's like i think you have your style well you're definitely talented you're definitely talented like that's uh you know and there's nothing wrong with taking uh inspiration from from uh dark thoughts to even happy Mm -hmm. thoughts i think that's great exactly exactly but that's the funny thing is 
I can't draw rainbows and kittens and butterflies. <laughs> I mean, like, I te- technically I can, but that's not what goes through my mind. Like, I don't sit down and think, hmm, let's draw a unicorn today. Yeah, it's Mine not gonna, is more like, gonna, let's draw not, that dark knight. <laughs> that's not going to be your art. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, I get it. Like, uh, I've been uh, recently drawing a... Um, I've been... Uh, I, I started a... Uh, in my mind, started... Uh, have you ever heard of The Expanse before? Um, I'm not sure. Okay, so The Expanse is an outer space story. It's an outer space story. So what I've started drawing and talking and, like, writing stuff for is a, um, a captain of a spaceship that is basically in the apocalypse. They're in the space, they're in, in, they're in space because it's the apocalypse. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I've, I've been drawing some really cool, and, uh, I named my ship, I named my ship the, blah, blah. I named my ship. I named my ship the Constantine. Nice. Yeah. So you know, anybody that knows me knows that uh, John Constantine's a big uh, character that I love. But uh, yeah, it's uh, the Constantine, and they're basically floating around the universe looking for water in the form of ice. So, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so like for me, my big outlet is creativity. Like I, I'm. Um, Big comic book nerd. I love any comic book story ever. So that that's you know, and I draw, and I've been drawing a lot. So yeah, and it, it it's it's something that I think what helps me the most with the drawing is that it takes everything that's in your head that's just swirling around, put it on and paper. around and around. <laughs> yeah, and then once it's on paper, it's like oh, it's gone now. <laughs> for me, <laughs> for me, for me, it's not gone now. It's like okay, look at this. For, for me, it's like for me, it's not gone. It's presenting it. It's like okay, acknowledge this. Like this is me. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's a little part of it of, of that too, because um, if there's see, sometimes, sometimes I'm not gonna lie. People make me feel crabby, oh, and I'll well, draw a drawing yeah, for ni- that. Ninety-nine percent of the time. Yeah, and then I'll show them the drawing that I did because of how they made me feel. I'm not gonna tell them that, <laughs> and they're like, oh. That's really well. Then you get interesting. That, yeah, you, well, and you, you get that validation of like, oh, oh, that's good. Well, like, yeah, I fucking told you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like fucking told you, man. So, but uh, it's uh, one of those things that we're always gonna struggle. We're always gonna be there, and we're always gonna keep it rolling. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So. Well, uh, I think uh, we're going to bring it to an end, and thank you for um, doing this with me again. Yeah, no problem. It was fun. Yeah, anytime you want to come on and do it again and talk about anything that's going on with your life. And I really do want to thank you for being on uh, Loud Thoughts. Uh, This is my most important show I've ever done. Awesome. I, I'm really happy to be here, and, and I'm really happy that you're, you're getting such a response. Yeah. It's, it, what we're doing is working for how it needs to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, we're, and uh, there's people out there, like, I've, like I told you, I've been getting emails of people that are like, man, like, I, I didn't know that there was podcasts out there that would uh, deal with this. And it's, it's pretty amazing because most people think it's just all Joe Rogan and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's... Like like I said, um, it, if you want to, I told you before, if you want to co-host with me, I'm down. 
I'm down. I would totally be cool with that. That that would be awesome. I really enjoy doing this, and I think with another person too, it'd just be even more fun. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna tell you, thank you so much, so so much. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna bring the recording to a close, and uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna have to do this some more. Okay. <laughs> All right. You have a good night. Okay. You too. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.